Hello, Hello there. there. Welcome back to the fourth episode of Star Wars in a Galaxy. This one's a special one because we did not do one half hour of KOTOR. We did a whole hour. We did two half hours or one whole hour. We did this. This is now officially the fourth and fifth half hours of Knights of the Old Republic 1. It's so funny that that's become our go-to unit. We did two half hours of KOTOR. <laughs> so we are almost halfway through the game. Uh, Cutscenes next week uh, will be our halfway point through KOTOR. Um, uh, in the first half hour, first half hour is pretty simple. Um, Revan and the team go to a corrupted grove um, on Dantooine. And they discover Juhani, a fallen Padawan, um, who it, who has been who has fallen to the dark side. She is a fallen Jedi, and they, and then Revan succeeds in not only dueling her but converting her back to the light side. The second half hour sees Revan going to the Sith homeworld of Korriban to uh, try and um, get the. Uh, another piece of the star map already found on Dantooine. Um, so yeah, first let's go to Juhani. Um, Juhani is, has been voted, and I'm going to quote this right now. Okay, here it is. Juhani was listed by UGO Networks as the 10th worst expanded universe character ever. Wow. Of all the characters, 10th worst I'd hate to see what the top nine are, honestly, would. <laughs> no kidding. Um, I mean, mine would include um, Revan, but, you know, that's me. Um, it's just really um, interesting how much people don't like this character. Yeah. Um, she's also the first ever LGBTQ character in Star Wars lore. Really? Yeah. Where? How do we... What? She's only that? a romancing option for female Revans. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, that's actually interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect that, but that's a, I don't know, kind of an interesting touch. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Juhani is an interesting character because she turns to the dark side basically off assumption that her master's dead and that she killed her when she really well didn't. Didn't. Yeah. It's just really. Um. I guess. I guess this whole Juhani subplot is really interesting. It feels like the Jedi Council is just like shoot, shoot. We need something for you to do. Let's do this. Yeah, it I mean, feels it, off. It, it feels. It feels too convenient. Um, yeah, it feels like a. Um, you kind of get the sense that it's just an errand that it really the is. Developers are making you play just to kind of kill some time before the next big. UGO Networks and their ranking. She's just utterly pointless. She's almost a non-entity in the story. Her personality couldn't be more vanilla. Her Jedi skills are inferior to others in your party. Even the simple act of looking at Juhani provokes annoyance. First of all, damn. Wow, uh, that's that's a little harsh, but I think that's pretty accurate. Um, I, it really is accurate, I gotta say. On a different note... On a different note... I was going to say that I found myself quite surprised by how kind of interested and sucked in I got into these cutscenes. Like, it's really picking up. I didn't think it I It really would, is. I, I think, didn't think I would find myself so interested. Once really... we get off of... Once we get off the planets that you don't choose the Order, and then the planets that you do choose the Order, um, Corbin and... Th so, actually, here's an interesting yeah. idea, um, which is that Corbin 
in my playthrough of KOTOR about seven or eight months ago, was the last planet I visited. But in this, it's the first planet I visited. Interesting. All right. Um, how, did, I, how did that change it, Tommy? Well, I it, it felt more of a natural progression. You know, Revan grew in his power in the Force and then finally had to face this final test on what other planet but a planet of the Sith. Where in this version, he goes to the Sith planet immediately, and it's like, really? Um, In my version, he went to, I think we went to Tatooine first. That classic OT nostalgia. Um, We went to Kashyyyk, and we did the Lion King thing. Um, We went to, uh, then we went to Manan, which was interesting. And then we went to um, Korriban, finally. In this version, it's Korriban, then Manan. Then Tatooine, then Kashyyyk, which is almost the completely the opposite order mm. that I did it. Interesting. Actually, also once doing three planets, there's another thing that prevents you from doing the fourth planet immediately. But then you get back on the fourth planet. But we'll see that later. But back on Dantooine for a second, because I want to finish because um, everything on Dantooine before we go to Korriban. Okay. Um, on Dantooine, we discover the uh, the Builder Temple. Um. The Builder Temple over here with the droid. Oh, is that like the Rakuten droid? Or? The, the Rakuten droid, the yeah. The Rakuten droid, yes. yes um, now, we don't know this yet, but um, this is the official Wikipedia page about the Rakata. The Rakata, also known as the Builders, were humanoid species with distinctive amphibian features. They were a technologically advanced race that developed early in galactic history, even developing some early hyperdrive technology. Long-term use of the dark side of the Force to corrupted their society and turned them into a race of merciless warriors. Um, they made this thing called the Infinite Empire. They were they can strip entire planets of resources. They can terraform worlds. They can kill so many people. And their biggest um, their biggest accomplishment, of course, was making a weapon called not a weapon, but like a Star building Forge. called the Star Forge. That um, plays a big role in this, doesn't it? It's it uh, is the Death Star of interesting. Kotor. And wh- where do the Rakatans originate from? What planet did they come from? Probably Rocket of Prime. Um, Isn't that a ocean world? I think yeah, I read about that is. in the Darth Bane novel. It's it an is. Ocean world. Okay. Yeah, it, we will visit there at the end of Kotor 1. Oh, alright. After, like, I'll show you over here, and we see some active Rakata on the world. I don't know where it is around here. Oh, here it is. It's like, you see, this is an, an active Rakatan over there yeah. that's living on Lehan, yeah. also known as Rakata Prime. Um, that's interesting. I think that, um, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. It kind of fits the, um, I feel like in a lot of sci-fi, there's this theme of having the precursor alien. Yeah. So it's a, ancient alien species. Maybe there's one or two surviving. They have some crazy powerful technology, but they got wiped out by some other entity. In this case, the I think, I think it's interesting and, to see how that kind of... In this case, gets played out here that that stereotype. It is very interesting. Another um, thing before we uh, before we jump over and start talking about Corbin, another thing that I was that was interested by, and that I found surprising, was the way in which the ranks of the Jedi were structured. How you had Bastila, who we discovered was a Padawan, correct? Is yep. that not right? Yeah. And boy, boy, does she have she has a lot of sass for a, a Padawan. So I think I'm we did this last episode too. Yeah. Eli, remind me, when did, uh, when was, uh, this game published? Exactly? 2003. 
2003. So that was before Avenger the Sith, but after Attack of the Clones. No. Yep. That's really interesting. So I definitely think that then they they knew what George Lucas's structure was going to be at least for for the, the prequel trilogy maybe. for the Jedi. So I mean, I assume I'm... that they just made it different because they could and because that was their vision and because it they had it happening so long before or, in universe. Yeah, time. that's the thing. It's like oh, it's so far before they could have changed down the line. We can pretty much do anything we yeah. want. <laughs> it must be it must be fun to have that kind of freedom to like it, get to it is get to play in a part in some big intellectual property yeah true but i, I don't know it's i don't think the disney canon people have that much freedom i think they have a lot of freedom like what they did in especially the new thrawn trilogy with the grisk like that's wild like, yeah. that's out there and what they're doing in the dr afra comics i haven't with, read the dr afra comics what are they doing they're uh what the Doctor Afra comics. I haven't read them. What are they doing in those? Like, there's Force-sensitive fungi and, like, killer droids. It's really interesting stuff in the Doctor Afra. You triple zero? Yeah. Oh, I know, but, oh, yeah, triple no, zero. No, but... It's like an evil C-3PO. He's crazy. Yeah, I love him. It's, it, the, they, they still do a lot of creative freedom in the um, new... Uh, and not to mention, like... Oh, absolutely. That wasn't a comment like, on that. And, like, the like the Zepho from Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Um... Yeah, um, okay, let's go on to the Sith planet of Korriban. So I found it interesting that there were civilians living there. Yeah, it doesn't seem like... I thought that, um, I was under the impression that it was just all just Sith hanging out, being angry, but maybe not. Maybe not, there's actually civilians living there. We cut over to Korriban, I realized that for the first part of this episode, I wasn't recording on my microphone, I was actually just recording on the internal microphone of the computer, um, and I'm gonna try and equalize the volumes of it, but like, I'm sorry in advance if the level of stuff is not as good in the first part. Korriban oh, um, well. has three names in Legends. Three names. Corbin, Moribund. I thought Moribund was canon. It's both. Oh, okay. And by the way, Corbin's also canon. Oh, okay. Aren't they the same thing now? Yes. They, uh... But like the but both but both names are canon. But in Legends, there's three names: Corbin, Moribund, and Pessigam. Pessigam. I'm Pessigam. Look at this. Known as Pessigam during the reign of Zim the Despot. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It it is pretty cool. I gotta say. Um. Yeah. But the Sith are just kind of there. It's like. What I um. Don't really understand is okay. The Jedi know there's a Sith planet out there, and they they know there's an active Sith academy out there, right? Yeah, they do. So why didn't they just like, orbitally bombard Corbin? I don't know. It's just it's it's just interesting. It's not the Jedi way. Maybe it's maybe it's not the Jedi way. I don't know. I know, but the, sure, I bet they had their allowing reasons. the Sith to just kind of emerge on Corbin is interesting. Maybe they maybe they couldn't get there. Maybe the Sith, like the Sith army, was too strong, and their spaceships couldn't. Their maybe, cruisers yeah. couldn't like get to the surface or whatever. You know. Um. Yeah. What I find most interesting about this sequence, um, I gotta say, um, is, like, Sith training. Yeah. I thought the, pre I thought the prestige mechanic was pretty funny. 
It was. It's very, it's very gamified. But. You have enough... Pers- <laughs> How many times? We're watching this playthrough. Three, three different <laughs> three times. Three or four times. Three or four times they said, you have impressed me, but you do not have quite enough... But you've not gained quite enough prestige. And like for me by to the third time, I was like, "Come on already!" I have matters to attend to. <laughs> he said that he about saying I have matters to attend to. It was hilarious. Uh, the guy, the Uthar Win, the, the Sith Master. The Sith Master. Yeah. He kept reminding me of the Inquisitor from Rebel Season One. Um, he he looks with his tattoos like the Grand Inquisitor. Um, and man, the Sith cannot stop betraying people. By the way. They really can't. The Sith way is betrayal on this planet. We see like six or seven different betrayals in like 30 minutes. It's kind of hilarious. Um, We kill that girl Lashow because we want the Jedi holocron. We kill the the other guy because he wanted to claim credit for figuring out where the guy, where the thing on the ship was. Yeah. We betray so many people. Also, you know who else we betray? Who? Kalo Nord. He's Which back. Again? He's back from the dead. The one, two, three guy. Remember? Oh yeah. He's back from the dead, and Didn't he, he blow himself he, up he's hunting something? us down on Coruscant. Uh, not Coruscant. Corbin. He's hunting us down on Corbin in my version and in the version on the Galaxy of Heroes Revan event. It's Tatooine, but in this version, it's Corbin. Okay. Um. Uh, it's really interesting the changes in, in this. Um. Also, we get another glimpse at the, of course, the Sith Code, which is really interesting because it's like very, it's very um, opposite of the Jedi. You know, the Jedi is, um, um, the Jedi Code is, of course, um, well, I'm forgetting the Jedi Code off the top of my head. The Jedi Code is, of course, there's no emotion, there's peace. Um, there, there is no emotion, there's, uh, there's no, there's no emotion, there's peace, there's no ignorance, there's knowledge, there's no passion, there's serenity, there's no death, there is the force. Um, yeah. um, but in the Sith I was Sith surprised Co- that I knew the whole thing. I the, yeah, I know, I was surprised too. Um, as written by Sorza Sin is, the Sith Code is peace is a lie, there is only passion, through passion I gain Strength through strength, I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. And my force shall free me. There's actually an, a version in the Sith language, um, which, of course, by the way, is no, not Sith ra 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 ma ha ra ha ra ma ma ha ra ha ma One and two and three. No, 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 Brian, stop, Brian. You're pitchy. It's Rama ha ha ma ha and you're going Rama ha ha ra ha you see the difference okay <laughs> Ryan Ryan you're off Ryan <laughs> for those who don't know what we're talking about um go see how it should have ended um the rise of skywalker um so hilarious um we'll leave it that in that video made me laugh we'll 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 leave it in the description um still not as good as capture me a wookie <laughs> um but uh but the word in Sith is called Kotsisajak. Kotsisajak. Hmm. Literally, way of the Sith doctrine. And it goes like this.
a tall new mid one. Mid one John Two's chat satu nuasha. As a John Two caught sin swinot. It's Nuyak. Wow, well, I think for that to be in KOTOR, it would need to be at least 30% slower, because whenever an alien speaks... <laughs> it's always so long. Me, the thing that bugs me about KOTOR, KOTOR, when an alien speaks in a cutscene, they could say, hello. And <laughs> it would be like, like five parts. It would be long. like... It would be like two pair. It would be like, <laughs> I think if Neely actually just said like "Howdy there," it would be like two or three words. at least ten syllables. Like I don't, I don't understand why everything has to be twice as long. As yeah, it, it's really, it's kind of stupid, honestly. It's really strange. Um, what else? I'm trying to look at. So there's like they also, um, they also are talking about the about going into the tomb of Naga Sadao. Now they say Nagasado, which is not how it's pronounced. It's Nagasado. I literally, Jacob, you can witness this. <laughs> You've witnessed this. I literally screamed at the, um, at the computer when I was watching it. That's not how you pronounce it. Nagasado. I gotta say, a really interesting guy. He was. He, he um, was kind of reckless. He wasn't like the Sith of old. Um, the Sith of Old, um, uh, named, uh, like, the Sith of Old led by a guy named Ludo Kresh. Ludo mm, Kresh. Ludo Kresh, I know that name. Ludo Kresh was a Sith traditionalist, and he's like, oh my god, there are other people in the core. We shouldn't do anything. We should not do anything. We should wait and bide our time. Nagasawa's like, no, 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 Anakin, no! No! Um... But, uh, and, and, um, uh, and Sadao basically started the everlasting conflict between the Sith and the Republic that would last for thousands of years. He eventually went into exile on the planet of Yavin 4, um, and, and enslaved many Masasi, um, and the Mas and, and his Masasi built the temple on Yavin that stood for thousands of years, eventually being used by the Rebel Alliance. The Masa Sasasi. <laughs> that, yeah. uh, that, that were building their base on Yavin uh, millennium, millenniums later. Um, he was an interesting guy, and they're visiting his tomb on Corbin, which is interesting because... Um, wait, does, is, it actually, is it actually him in, in the tomb, tomb? That sounds strange, but... Is that actually... Although Sadao's Corbin tomb did not contain his remains. Wait. Hey, that's like... So he wasn't buried in his own freaking tomb. If Naga Sadao wasn't buried in his tomb, where was he buried, Eli? <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? Um, actually, it says, Meanwhile, Sadao's actual resting place remained in relative obscurity. Um, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wasn't really expecting that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, not anywhere. Where is Ulysses S. Grant buried? Not in his tomb. <laughs> That's strange. This is this is deep in the Star Wars lore. Um, quick, find some way to connect it to Clone Wars season seven. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Seven, Eli. Sorry. 
It's fine. Um, oh, these, um, also there are these Sith Runaways. I can connect these to, the Sith Runaways remind me of the First Order Runaways in Rise of Skywalker on Kefbeer. Um, uh, that's, that's my connection. That's my connection to modern yes. Star Wars. We did it. We connected ourselves to modern Star Wars. So guys, we did it. <laughs> so guys, <laughs> we connected it to modern Star Wars. Um, yeah, it's just really interesting how Sith training is. That's the other thing. Sith training is really interesting. It's a lot of backstabbing and betrayal and like, we've of course seen Sith training in the canon. Not very much, but the biggest way we've seen Sith training is yeah. the training of Savage Opress by Count Dooku in the episode. I think it was Warrior mm-hmm. of the Clone Wars. Um, yeah. I did it, guys. I connected to modern Star Wars yet again. Um, yeah, it's just... Um, yeah, we're, we're heating up to some interesting uh, ideas in... KOTOR, and it's going to be interesting to see, I guess, how it expands from here to, because it's it's interesting, like, Tatooine, Tatooine is not going to, like, it's, it, like, Corbin is one of the most rich planets in terms of gameplay, because yeah. Sheik's really interesting, but Corbin's really interesting, and Manon's actually pretty, it's fascinating, but again, it's really like we're still in a lot of expositional phases. We're not yeah, okay, two yeah. grand conflicts again. They keep also they keep mentioning Darth Revan, and it's like, do none of them know what he looks like? Yeah, I they're like that. they they're like afraid to bring Bastila onto Corman because no one because people could know what Bastila looks like. But if they knew what Bastila looks like, wouldn't they know what you know? I mean, their former ruler looked like. I mean, in the developer in the game's defense. He was wearing a mask. He was I'm wearing, he was a, wearing mask. a mask most time. And I he will... was wearing a mask. He was wearing a mask as Darth Revan. Yeah. And Amnesia Revan is wearing a uh is a not cough, wearing... like a dust filter mask or something on his face yeah. too. So I mean I don't I don't blame them. He's wearing different clothes. Yeah. Probably got a different haircut, probably got a new look, you know. Probably probably switched things up a bit after getting exiled and I don't know what else or getting amnesia or yeah know, it's just like that you know? yeah it's just interesting that no one says like oh my god there's much power in you hey maybe you're like related to Revan or somehow or, I, I mean it's a jump but still it's like no I one really probably think themselves to be kind of realists and I'm guessing that would I'm that would strike them as pretty far-fetched I'm, I'm guessing but you know but, you know it, it could it could happen it could happen yeah um, it's interesting, like, the, the way of the Sith is so much betrayal that, um, Uthura Bon, who is that instructor, is gonna betray the, the other instructor to be the best instructor. Yay. <laughs> it's just, um, the way of Sith, the Sith is plagued by betrayal. The way they talk about the Jedi, too, is interesting. Like, the Sith are like, in the canon are like, the Jedi are fools. The Sith and Legends are like, the Jedi don't deserve to be called fools. Yeah. Um, they really hate the Jedi. Like, really, really hate the Jedi. It's kind of ridiculous how much they actually hate the Jedi. Um, <laughs> I guess that's what's 
propelling the Star Wars, as the Duel of the Fates critic says. Um, Did you talk about the Sith greeting yet that we were talking about? Oh, the May the Force serve you well. Yes, tell that. Tell tell the uh, tell tell the good folks who, who whoever may be happening to Listen have to stumbled across this yes. deep in the jungling wastes of Spotify or whatever, Apple, what have you. Uh, yeah, the Sith have this greeting, which is interesting. You know, the Jedi have, of course, may the Force be with you, but the Sith have may the Force serve you well. Which I is, like that. It's, I it's, I really like it. It's, it it's, it's so fitting. It's fitting for the Sith because they see the Force. They said this. The Jedi view the Force as a tool, but yeah. it's like the and you have to work with the tool. Yeah. It's like you're one half of the tool, and the and the and and the tool is the other half of the tool. Yeah. But the the tool, <laughs> and also kind of it's like the yeah. Force flows through you. You don't control it. You're yeah. A but 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 the Sith think that the Force is a gift. It's like. It they um it's like the biological determining that you were talking to me about earlier. Yeah, biological um, determinism. It's like <laughs> it's it. it well, they, they were talking about how the force like makes you special. The force, therefore, we have the right to make other people's lives miserable using the force. There was literally an entire one or two minute mark where there were, where the Sith master was like, "Hmm, how should I?" Torture this guy. Hey, you there. You there. Fall, fallen Jedi, help me. How should I torture this guy? And we're like, I don't know. They're like, no, but seriously. The Force makes me special. This guy doesn't have the Force, but he's trying anyway. Yeah. So he's not special. It's kind of sad. It, it's sadistic. Um, let me tell you. It's really darn sadistic. But I guess, in the end, that is the way of the Sith. It is the way of the Sith, indeed. It's... That is how the Sith think. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure to follow us on Spotify. I think we're on Breaker and Google Podcasts now. In the future here, we are now finally on Apple Podcasts, so that's amazing. Also subscribe to us there. Um, It's great. Um, Make sure um, to keep listening. May the Force be with you. May the Force serve you well. (laughs) Always.